0: Check out my new book, Coping Courageously, a heart-centered guide for navigating a loved one's illness without losing yourself. It's appropriate for you as a clinician, for your patients, and for anyone you know who has a seriously ill loved one or an aging parent. Check it out and tell a friend. Welcome to the Integrative Palliative Podcast, where we talk about integrative symptom management and physician well-being, because every physician deserves to have satisfying work, and every patient deserves an effective and joyful physician. Let's get started. Welcome to the Integrative Palliative Podcast. I'm Dr. Delia Caramonti, and this week I'm starting with a story. When I was in high school, I was 16, a friend of mine came back from a trip to Europe, and she was telling me all about it, and it sounded amazing, and I said, oh, I wish I could do that. That sounds so great. I wish I could do that. And she said, then do it. And then I came up with all of these reasons why I could never do that. Oh, I don't have the money, I don't have the time, there's school, I don't have support at home, whatever. And and she was having none of it. She said, first she tried to convince me, well, yes, you can. Like, I didn't have a lot of money, but here's the ways you can do it without a lot of money. And, you know, I didn't speak another language and here's how I did it. I didn't have a parent paying for me. I saved it up myself. She gave me all the reasons. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, all the reasons that I couldn't do it. And she got frustrated with me and she finally said, all right, whatever. Listen, if you're not going to do it, at least admit it's because you don't want to and not because you can't. That really struck me because I didn't want to admit that I didn't want to. I did want to. I wanted to. I was really engaged by her story and I wanted to. I just felt like I couldn't. But what I got from that response that she had was that i was deciding that i couldn't it wasn't that the universe had decided that i couldn't go travel abroad i had decided that i couldn't and i i came up with all of this mind junk about why i couldn't do it and it seemed real to me like i believed it when i was saying it but she she was so clear in her disdain for this approach that she really hit me with that if you're not going to go Just admit it's because you don't want to and not because you can't. And so you know what I did? I saved the money and I graduated early from high school and I bought a ticket and a a URL pass and I traveled for four months by myself in Europe, all because of that throwaway line that she probably has no memory of ever telling me, (laughs) probably just flew out of her mouth and she had no idea really what she was doing, but it really struck me. And I remembered it again this month because... I just went on a trip to Italy with my family, and then some of them had to come home for in-person work, but right now my work is remote. And so I asked myself, wait, why do I have to go home? Everybody else has to go home, but I could actually work U.S. hours from Italy. It's not really any different than working from my own home office. So I was starting to say things like, oh, I wish I could stay. I wish I didn't have to go home. And then I realized you can stay. You don't have to go home. And so, again, I kind of said to myself this time, you know, if you don't stay in Italy, that's fine. But admit it's because you don't want to and not because you can't. And then I realized, well, I do want to. And so I took action to make it happen. And so I spent a few weeks after my family had left working remotely from Italy because I could. One of my children had a similar experience. She spent some time working abroad, U.S. hours while employed. And people in her company said the same thing to her. Oh, I wish I could do that. But you know what? It's company policy. You are allowed to do it. They could do it too. They just weren't doing it. And so it really got me thinking about the difference between I wish and I will. So that's what I want you to think about this week. The difference between I wish and I will. So you don't have to want to do all the things like it's really okay to say that's cool that you went and, you know, traveled alone in Europe, but I don't want to do that. That's perfectly fine. This is not to say you have to want to do all the things. But if you find yourself saying, oh, I wish I could do blank, ask yourself, do you really wish it? Like, do you really want that to happen? Because if you do, you could start to make a plan to make it happen, meaning I will do it. Maybe not right now, maybe not this year, maybe not even for the next couple of years. But if you really want something, then you should take it out of the I wish bucket and put it in the I will bucket and make a plan for how it's going to happen. So the question to ask yourself, if you find yourself saying, oh, I wish, I wish I could do that, is, is it a priority? So are you saying, that sounds cool, but it's not really a priority for me, which is totally fine. It doesn't have to be. But then admit. Like, that's cool that you did that thing, but that's not a priority for me. So that's not exactly I wish I could do that. That's more like checking it out, thinking about it, and honestly saying that's cool for you, but that's not a priority for me. Perfectly fine. Or if you really mean I really wish I could do that, then try to put it in the I will find a way to make that happen box. That's the I will box. So is it that's cool for you, but it's not a priority for me, or I really want to find a way to make that happen and I will make a plan. So try to choose, try not to put yourself in the, oh, I wish that would happen, but oh, well, it won't happen. That is not a helpful box. Either choose, that's not a priority for me, even though it sounds cool, or I will make a plan to someday make that thing happen. So take a moment here and think for yourself, are there things in your I wish box that should go into either the no thanks box or the I will box? So for me, it really was, I had been saying, oh, I wish I could work from Italy. And that's what made me realize, you know what, why am I saying I wish I could when in fact I can and I and I put it in the I will box and I made it happen. So what needs to change for you? What needs to go into your I will box or get out of your I wish box because really it's not a priority for you. You know, for me, I would love to speak five languages. Oh, I wish I could speak five languages. Yeah. But the truth is that's actually, that's cool for people who can speak five languages. I'm, I'm impressed with them a little jealous, but it's actually not a priority for me to learn four more languages, but I do want to learn Italian. So rather than, Oh, I wish I could learn Italian. That should go and has gone into my I will box. So I've started slowly learning Italian. So just be really clear with yourself about what should be let go and what should be in your I will box. And it could be a bunch of different things, right? Maybe it's travel. Oh, I wish I could go to the Galapagos. Okay, is that a thing you actually want to do that you, you really think you would like to have that happen? Then maybe start a bank account Called Galapagos and start saving some money or start looking up tours and trips and things to do in the Galapagos for when, even if it's in five or 10 years, you're able to go. Maybe you're saying to yourself, Oh, I wish I could find a new job. I wish I had a new job. Okay, really? Do you? Is that just like, a, uh, I don't really want to look for a new job? To be honest with you, I'm not going to do that. Or should you start to make a file on your computer called networking? Should you fix up your CV or your resume? Maybe you want to learn a new skill. Maybe you want to learn to play the guitar or the piano. Maybe you've been thinking you want to start a business. Maybe you'd like to spend time living in another country. Maybe you'd like to make more friends or learn a new language. Maybe you'd like to train your dog to be better behaved. So think for yourself, are there things where you say to yourself, I wish, and see if you can put it into the I will box if you really want it, or just let it go if you think it's cool, but you don't really want it. So that is your homework for the week. Find at least one thing that you've been putting in this I wish box and put it either in the I will box, meaning you start to make some kind of a plan, even if it's for the distant future, or let it go. And the reason to do this is because I wish is passive and kind of pessimistic, right? It kind of sounds like, oh, I wish I could do that. Like, it's not really going to happen. Look at this cool thing that isn't going to be there for me. And it has a, a downer or a negative or a pessimistic vibe, whereas I will has a powerful and a positive vibe. And it makes you much more likely to take at least one little action that will get you towards actually doing the thing that you will do because you actually want to do it. And it makes space for this idea of moving one grain of sand per day towards some goal that you have. So you don't have to go from zero to booking your tickets. But if you have it in your I will box, meaning I will spend time in Africa, I will do that. I don't know when, but I will do that. It makes it much more likely that you're going to do a little something on a regular basis that will get you closer to that goal. Okay, so you're going to think about this. You're going to take something out of your I wish box and put it into your I will box or let it go. So there's space for something else to go into your I will box. And please share this episode with somebody because I think this is important. I think it's important that we take control of our own happiness, of our own well-being, choose what we really want to have happen, and then take baby steps to getting us there. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Please share this with somebody else. It really would help me if you would leave a review. I would be so grateful if you would do that wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I'll see you next week. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by the Integrative Palliative Institute. We help clinicians to help their seriously ill patients to thrive while creating a joyful life for themselves. Join our Facebook group, which is the Integrative Palliative Medicine Interest Group. And if you want to learn more about adding integrative symptom management to your practice, go to integrativepalliative.com where you'll find some great resources.